All right, welcome everybody. Strewman here, Steve Strusinski with the Four Outdoorsman. And Brandon's my right-hand man today. How uh, you doing, Strew? Every day's a gift, buddy. Every day truly is a gift. You know, I stole that line again today, talking with Up South, because yeah. we got on that topic, how life's too short, no days are guaranteed to anybody, yeah. so every day's a gift. We are reminded of it every day. You listen to the Four Outdoorsmen, and we'll talk outdoors eventually, but Brandon and I, we just like to BS, and... Yeah. Uh, our buddy Mark is at uh, Wiley's Resort up in Canada. As a matter of fact, I just talked to him. He's with the Ron Shera Production Group, and all those guys are up there for some kind of a... a how big a group do they do they bring? Do you know how many uh, people are with them? I'm just going to guess eight. I don't know. Might have any, <laughs> have any idea. We'll get a number from Mark, and we'll yeah. see how close you are. But that was I a saw, good guess, though. I, yeah, I saw that. Uh, I looked up the uh, Wiley Resort uh, website, and boy, they are at a five-star joint, and it's, yeah. it's going to be cool. So good for those guys, and... Mark's going to check in at about eh, 6, 10 or so. You're talking about every day is a gift, right? And we're all reminded of it all the time. And I say it all the time, and it sounds redundant, but I mean it every time I say it. I was working a Twins game Wednesday. And, of course, they sucked. They've lost five in a row right now. and uh, But they lost eight to seven on Wednesday and had a really, really good section. I was in a bar uh, at section 214, right with uh, Sue Nelson. She's the organ player there, so I had a good chance to BS with a lot, a lot of people. Section was small, no hassles, and there was a guy who spent a lot of time just hanging around. Uh, and we started a conversation. It turns out that he's from New Wall, Minnesota. He's 64 years old. And we're talking about your life, da da da, and this kind of crap. He, uh, you retired yet? Well, I was retired. He said he was an insurance guy. I was retired about uh, six months ago. And, uh, but I'm back working again. And here's what happened. He and his wife, she's never been sick a day in her life. She's tough as nails. They were in Mexico for a week in March. They come home. The next day they come home. She's not feeling well at all. And she says, take me to the ER. He said, she's a tough lady, boy. And I tell you, when she says that, like my pretty wife, Diana, uh, there's something going on there. They took her to the ER, bunch of tests and all that kind of thing. The doctor said, tell you what. She's got maybe 30 days. No. And she was never sick. She had cancer without her entire body. And she passed away in, in 26 days. And, uh, you know, and all of a sudden his whole life changes. And uh, he had sold his insurance company. And now he's working for those guys. You got to keep on doing stuff, you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, great guy. And you got to keep on moving forward like, 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 uh, uh, I like, says, uh, do you know there's a Toby Keith song called "Don't Let the Old Man In"? Absolutely, that's it right there. But you know, you know why? Who, how, why he wrote that song? Do you not? I think I uh, shared this with you. I think you did, but I don't remember. Yeah, Toby Keith. Uh, I didn't realize he's got 30 number one hits. You know this guy. <laughs> yes. You know you think of all you think of is Red Solo Cup. You know those kind of things. But I, I would love, should have been a cowboy for yeah, me. That's uh, my favorite. I would love. I would love to see him. He's got the one about. Uh, getting in a fight in a bar when two ladies yeah. want them. That's, that's a good... Uh, I'm, I'm not as good as I once yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I tell you what, that's Diana. Neither am I, <laughs> pal. But uh, anyway, so uh, we're talking about... Toby quick, Keith. Toby oh. Keith. And oh, yeah, the here they... And don't let the old man in. He, uh, one of his good friends is, is Clint Eastwood. They, they yeah. golf a lot and they're having that's lunch. Yeah, right. they're having lunch one day and... He said a couple of years back, Keith, what are you doing this summer? I'm making a movie. You're 90, 90 years old, man. What are you, nuts? He said, why? He said, no, no, I'm not going to let the old man in. Yeah. And, and that's why Keith, uh, Toby Keith wrote the song, and he made the video. That was, uh, I think, The Mule, right? I think that was the right. uh, Clint Eastwood yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a, just, it makes sense. So every day is truly a gift. We're blessed to be here, although I'm all by myself, except you're uh, you're you're there today. <laughs> yeah, but, I got your back. Yeah, yeah. So what's new with you, buddy? Uh, not much. <clears throat> you know, had a... Uh, uh, Busy weekend. This was so, as people may know, I'm a music director at a church in Blaine. 
this was our last Saturday service for the time being, so I'm really looking forward to next weekend. I'm going to head out to French Lake, be up at the cabin all weekend, so I'll actually get outdoors and make some memories. But yeah. uh, the yeah. last couple of weeks have just been plugging away here. I was on air all week last week for Jeff Jones, who is out on vacation, so I yeah, was doing you, the midday shift. And and it sounded good. I listened to it all the time, of course. You know, it's funny about this. I, even if I wasn't working with Bob FM right now on the 4 Outdoorsman, I would listen to Bob FM. It's I a think, great station. I, I think love it the is. music. I think it is. You're yeah. not going to get Don Williams anywhere else. Yeah. You know, and like he's my favorite. Anybody who listens to my shifts know that. Yeah. I say it every time he's on. Or uh, just Johnny Cash, George Jones, stuff like that. You're not going to get it anywhere else. So no more the music here is great. I want. I want. I'm, I'm looking for for the day when you guys played Ted Nugent, and then uh, <laughs> I've played Nugent Have you? Uh, during like the you know real talk outdoors yeah. and stuff like that. We do. We'll do uh, Stranglehold or Cat Scratch Fever yeah. for yeah. bumper music, but. I spent yeah. the last uh, three, well, a couple of days up at the cabin, of course, like I normally do. My pretty wife is up there for a couple weeks. Good for her. And uh, that's why we stay married. You know, I get Jake uh, Nelson's super fan, Diana Straczynski. That's her. Yep. Yeah. That's her. That yeah. was great when I saw that picture of her uh, just sporting all the Jake Nelson merch. Yeah, that was cool. As a matter of fact, uh, we went to see him at uh, the Legion Club or the VFW in Forest Lake. And it was, uh, it was for a suicide thing. It was, it was Bikers Against... Sure. Uh, military suicides or something yeah. like that. It was really, really well done. And there was a group in front of Jake, more hard rock than Jake is. And I thought they were really good. And, uh, and Diana will remember the name. And if you do, honey, uh, she's listening right now, I'm pretty sure. Text that name because these guys are guys that I would go see. So Jake does a good job. And he, it's the first time I've seen him sing live, You're Not Alone. Yeah. And no. uh, pretty moving. Yep, Pretty it's a heavy tune. Yep. How's your dog handling the hot weather, pal? Uh, unfazed, but I am suffering. Through. I've decided now, don't invite me to anything unless it's AC. Yeah. If it's not air-conditioned, I don't want to go. Yeah. Wednesday night, Erica and I, my friend Erica, we play music. We were the opening act for the Wednesday night bonfire deal at uh, Rockwoods and Otsego. Yeah. Uh, Pop Rocks was the headliner, but so we played from like 5 to 6.30 outside on the little patio there just in direct sunlight by the end of our gig, I was literally getting dizzy yeah. and like I couldn't hold a conversation. I was out of it, and I was drinking water all night and stuff. It still, it just, it got to me. So, it pretty much took me the rest of the week to recover from Wednesday night. And my then, buddy, my buddy Al Mangine, the kidney guy, he was in town here last week. We golfed and had lunch with him and his wife Karen, and they were talking about, boy, I bet you're luck, glad you're in the Twin Cities right now because that's one eighteen. In Arizona, Oof. where he lives, he says, "Oh, but it's dry, dry heat. heat." Oh, shut up with that. Yeah, but I said, "Yeah, so is the electric chair." My, <laughs> yeah, right. My God, you know. But yeah, it's a. No, I don't no know fun. what a dry heat is. I guess I need to experience a, a dry heat. I'd like I to can... try it. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be able to try it. No, we'll be there in February next week, yeah, next year. So uh, I doubt it'll be as hot I don't as think so. it is now. But I spent the uh, couple of days up at the cabin. What we had. A, couple nice rides in the pontoon dinner and cocktails just it's been great we haven't had to cut the grass in a month obviously but um we had a tree did you see the video i sent or put it a post about this tree that came yeah. down we've had in the last 30 years probably a dozen 15 trees come down our big big branches and this was a 43 foot thing the diameter at the base of this it broke half the top half of the tree went off and fell right down between everything in in the in the yard you know and Nothing got broken. So uh, here I am. I don't have a chainsaw good enough to uh, to chop up a 20-inch base, and uh, I borrowed one from my son, Mike. His chain is dull, so I had to get a different chain and, and uh, put a new chain on there, which worked out real well. And then I borrowed his log splitter. And uh, if you ever used a log splitter, it's it's fun for about eh, 15 minutes. when you work, when you, It's cool. They're really cool, but you still got to – 
it's a lot of work as well. So uh, we did a lot of that. My pretty wife and I did that. She helped me quite a bit. Clean up the yard some, and when I get back to the cabin on Wednesday, when I get back there, I'll finish up the log splitting and go from there. And you should have seen, where I'm, I'm, I'm using the log splitter. Yeah. And again, these are big 20-inch diameter pieces. And I cut one piece off into four sections. Thousands, not one, not hundreds, thousands of carpenter ants were Ooh. right there. <laughs> yeah. Right in the middle of that one soft area of the tree, yeah. which was where it broke off 40, 20 feet high. This is a 60, 70-foot tree. And that's where it broke off, so that was where how soft it was. And I'll tell you, there was thousands, thousands. of carpenters. It's a whole colony. And our we have 50, 60 big old pine trees. They're all going to be gone someday, for just from carpenter ants. I don't know yeah. how you get a... If anyone's got a carpenter ant solution, let me know, because they're all over the place. They're, well, but, maybe Mark Lukey knows something about carpenter ants. Maybe, but he's not here, pal. Um, actually, he is. Really? Marky boy, are you there? Is this uh, is this the Four Outdoorsman show? Yeah. This I, the Four Outdoorsman, yeah. I, I heard the phone, so I rung. No, I run, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know do you know the uh, do you know the cash call number? The, the amount cash call, but <laughs> $17. Pair of choppers. How you doing, buddy? You are in Canada, right? I am in Canada. I'm in Wiley Point Lodge, it's a totem resort. It's uh on the Canadian side of Lake of the Woods. Uh, we just rolled in like 15 minutes ago. And uh, amazingly, they have cell service and Wi-Fi here, so it's it's a it's a classy joint. From I'll where? You, it's, go ahead, go uh, ahead. I'm used to a certain kind of Canada trip, and this is not it, man. That a boy. Is, uh, this is beautiful. This yeah. is uh, there's no holes in the floor, and you're not getting swarmed by mosquitoes. <laughs> and uh, the docks are accessible and. It's it's a beautiful place, I'll tell you that. Thank God for Ron Shearer Productions. See, that's it, it's this is one of the perks you deserve, it, pal, because you work hard and you're good at what you do. Where did you start from? Where did you get in the boat? I know it was like you said, it was a forty five minute ride. Where did you dock? Where did you take off from? Um, they have like a base camp. Um, I don't know exactly the name of the town, but uh, something falls. But uh, we drove. I don't know, maybe an hour and a half, two hours north of the border. Um, and then docked Travis's beautiful boat and drove at about 50 miles an hour, which my boat cannot do. And we got here in about 45 minutes and, and it is remote, but it is, it is beautiful. It's a great lodge. You know, you talked about all I, when I found it, it's Wiley's resort, but then he's part of a totem something group of, of resorts, right? Yeah. So there, I think there's different, um, places to stay here with totem resorts and Wiley is like an outpost camp. It's only accessible by boat. There's no roads here or anything, but um, I'll tell you, they must ship a lot of stuff in here because it, it's got a lot of stuff and it looks beautiful. Well, so I'd they say must have big barges that bring uh, supplies or something. You uh, you have to catch a fish there, shouldn't you? You gotta. Well, I've heard stories, you know. I've, I've uh, worked for Ron Share for almost eight years, and this has been one of those trips that everyone talks about, and I finally snuck my way on. Thank you for John at Walton's, one of my clients, said, you know what, I'm going, and I'm not going unless Mark goes. So here I am, brother. <laughs> Thank God for John, too, boy, I tell you. Yeah, isn't I, I owe him big time. Yeah. Well, so so next time when you go with your dad, it's not going to be quite the same. But it'll be nice when you're going with your dad as well, but not quite as nice as Wiley's. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I've never been to the other one either. So um, so I get back, I spend about four days at home, and then I'm 
back up to Canada. I should have timed it better, but um, I guess it'll be good to film for a couple of days in between. But yeah, I go up uh, the Ace to Long Legged Lake, and with my dad, and that's also a boat in resort. And that's also uh, that's all that's all inclusive, right? Yeah, that's all inclusive. It's all inclusive as in they they feed you, which yeah. is uh, one of the reasons I picked it because uh, really don't feel like cooking all week, and so. Yeah, and this one is too, so it's it's weird just packing some clothes and my fishing gear, and I'll be here. Good for you, man. Good for you. So uh, how, yeah. what is your cabin like? Who is in your cabin, and what is it like? Um, so we're in, um, I'm, you know, this is my first year, so i got to work my way up to the deluxe cabin. <laughs> we're in uh, the lodge. The lodge itself has a bunch of hotel-style rooms, and we're staying in one of those. But uh, I'm looking over at... Everyone else I work with in these nice deluxe cabins, so I'll mosey over there pretty soon. But um, we're we're in kind of the main lodge, right underneath the bar and restaurant area, which is handy. And uh, I can see the boat from here, so it's a short walk to the boat, short walk to the bar, and life is good, brother. Do you guys have uh, have guides tomorrow when you hop in the boat? You know, we don't have guides that work here, but I have a guide named Travis Frank who uh, <laughs> been here many times. No. He drove by, and he has waypoints, and he's like, I caught a muskie there, I caught a muskie there, as we're driving through, you know, the wilderness. Yeah. So, um, in a sense, we have a guide, because uh, Travis, either if I'm with Bill, I mean, he's an excellent fisherman. Uh, Scott is our owner. He's a great fisherman. And Mr. Ron Cher should be here later. So, uh I'm I'm always going to be in the presence of people that know what they're doing. Well, make sure you sure. make sure you keep your eye on Travis Frank because he probably will not be ready when you guys want to get in the boat. He'll be selling Connecticut to every cabin and walking around there and doing commercials for that thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of those things. One of those things. Anyway. Yep. All oh, right, buddy. Uh, you didn't kill yourself. Uh, you didn't kill yourself uh, cutting trees down this week. Boy, I no, I didn't, but I, I came close twice, and I didn't. And Diana saw one. She heard one. Uh, she didn't know about the other one. I'll tell her later on. But uh, it's easy to take those machines for granted, whether it's a chainsaw or even a log splitter. This log splitter that I have, that's Mike's 37 tons, it would crush you, obviously. It's amazing what these – and it, it's after you do it so often, or even with a chainsaw trying to cut that tree in so many pieces for a couple of hours, whatever it is, you just take for granted that yeah. you just keep doing your job and, and you – you you don't focus as much. I'm not very good at focusing. You may not know that. And, <laughs> I know that. I know but, that very uh, much. And you might have heard me tell uh, Brandon that, honestly, God, when Diane and I were, she was picking up logs and trying to stack them and all that. I cut one log open. There were thousands of carpenter ants right in the middle of that tree. Thousands. Uh-oh. So uh, we're going we're gonna to have a, a, a desert up there, a barren area here in the next 10 years maybe. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm pretty blessed. i got to finish it up on Wednesday. I'm going to get up there. I'm going to stick around here for a couple of days. Got stuff to do, and, and uh, I'm here taking care of this, so we're going to have some fun. Hey, do me a favor and, and uh, text us reports and all that if you would, and over the next couple of days or send us yeah. pictures or do some postings. All right, buddy? We will, man. Have a great show. Thanks for holding down the fort and say hi to Laura for me, okay? Yep. Are there any sports I should uh, pay attention to for your kids or anything? I can be I can be Mr. Mom for a while. Uh, I'll be back for uh, Nick's Big Woodbat Tournament, so you, I won't be missing anything. Uh, tell me the date of that thing, because I might want to join you. Do you know? <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, 
You have a great week. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, take care. Have a great day. Be safe and have some fun and catch some fish. That's our buddy Mark Lukey, the other four outdoorsman. He's, we only have two guys here. but uh, the, you know, it's, <laughs> the name stays. It does. has got to stay. changing the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Uh, Anybody who's talking about, hey, I got a couple of shout outs as well. He's going to, Mark, oh, we forgot to do shout outs. Well, you- I, I am looking at the uh, post right now and really just got one from, uh, or a couple from Corey Bechtold, who's out there on the water. He's posted a couple pictures of some nice little uh, uh, sunfish and stuff. He's out there hitting them with uh, some Makula tackle. Don't, don't mention it, man. He's got to start paying us. <laughs> start paying us. Yeah. You can mention it if you don't know the name like that. That's good. You can yeah. just say whatever you want. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Magoo's Tackle Company. Was that Ma- what you said? Mahula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey's a good guy. Good for Makula. Him. Yeah. Is that what it is? There you go again. There's another 20 bucks we're out. Uh, this no, is what you get when you have me on the show. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah, 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 I don't even know what fun. I'm doing on my show. So. Hey, speaking of shout outs, my wife Diana is uh, pretty wife Diana's with her Lady friends, uh, Nancy Sacco and uh, Leslie Burkhammer, they're in Chatech right now. I'm probably sipping on one and listening to the show, and uh, uh, thank you for doing that, girls, and have fun tonight. Be safe, and Super Strew will be back on Wednesday. We're going to be back with my nephew, Joe. He and his kid, Liam, they caught a 600-pound something. I've, i got to hear this story. i got to hear this story. The Four Outdoorsmen, just average guys that love to hunt and fish and chew the fat on Bob Outdoors. Call Dazeal Heating and AC when you need dependable, affordable, and professional AC repair at your West Metro or Wright County home. Dazeal knows the feeling when your AC goes out on a hot summer day. Don't sweat over a unit that's on the fritz. Dazeal's team of licensed and certified HVAC technicians are here to help. Dazeal's trucks are stocked to repair any AC system and can get your cool air flowing again. Suspect a problem? Call the top dog today before your AC goes out. They will come running to your rescue before it's too late. DazealHVAC.com If you love the outdoors and haven't stepped into Capra's on Highway 65 in Blaine, here's what you can expect. It has a huge gun shop loaded with specialty ammo and one of the best gunsmiths in the state. It has a complete archery shop with a 20-yard range on site. It has all the fishing tackle, rods, and electronics you could possibly need. To top it off, the employees are experts with decades of experience. Go check it out and say hi to Sam, Capra's Outdoors. Power Lodge is the number one source for ATVs in the upper Midwest. With the top three brands, including Polaris, CF Moto, and Can-Am, you're able to test drive them all in a head-to-head comparison to find the perfect ATV for hunting, ice fishing, plowing, and having the best time possible on four wheels. Power Lodge also offers all the best gear to fully customize your off-road vehicle, including plows, windshields, heated hand grips, gun scabbards, and more. Hey, Balsam Beach Resort would make it on a 10-acre pond because Clint and Patty worked their butts off to make sure of it. In fact, Clint and Patty were voted Resorters of the Year a couple of years back. But the 2,500 acres of the serene Lake Plantagenet, that's a big draw. Walleyes and panfish, mm, there's plenty of them. But musky fishing is as good as it gets. Last year, a high school kid caught two different 50-plus-inch muskies on back-to-back days on Lake Plantagenet. It's only five miles south of Bemidji. That's Balsam Beach Resort. Lancaster. Summer Extravaganza presented by Burkhan Outdoors is celebrating its 7th annual event September 14th through the 16th on the Winstock Grounds near Winstead, Minnesota. Hook up the Ice House and join the party. Tickets and information at LancastleSummerFest.com. 
Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with a combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com. You know, that's not a secret that the four outdoorsmen love Devil's Lake, North Dakota. There's so much to do for the entire family, whether you hunt or fish or not. You know, Steve Carney is well, one of the most successful and respected guides in the Midwest. He's hooked on Devil's Lake. After his most recent guiding trip there, Steve said, Devil's Lake just might be the best fishery I've ever been on. I've got myself a walleye hangover. I tell you what, and that's a good thing. Hey, plan your trip at devilslakend.com. And the next one we got right here, it's all about Arrowhead Outdoors up in Ely, Minnesota. You know, fishing in and around Ely right now is really, really strong, but it's not too early to think about grouse hunting. The numbers are up, and Arrowhead Outdoors, well, they can take care of you. They're always ready. Arrowhead Outdoors is the best, and Chris and Steve have more of whatever you're going to need than any other store in the area. You know, fishing around Ely is great. Grouse hunting, exactly the same. Just like Arrowhead Outdoors. Plan your fall hunt trip right now and work with the best. And that's Arrowhead Outdoors, Ely, Minnesota. Minnesota's largest outdoor event returns for its 42nd year. Game Fair. Check out dozens of hunting, fishing, and dog training seminars. Visitors can see more than 300 exhibitors, plus enjoy games for dogs and youth. Test the latest equipment and enjoy the world-famous Duck and Goose Calling Contest. Game Fair runs two weekends, rain or shine, August 11th, 12th, and 13th, and August 18th, 19th, and 20th at the Armstrong Ranch in Ramsey. See details at GameFair.com. Hi, this is Rhonda Vincent, and I'm so excited to be appearing at the Minnesota Bluegrass and Old Time Music Association's Big Summer Festival. It's held August 10th through the 13th, and it's at El Rancho Minana in Richmond, Minnesota. So I hope you'll come see me and the Rage, Dave Adkins, Larry Cordell, Larry Sparks. It's going to be such a great time. Go to minnesotabluegrass.org. That's minnesotabluegrass.org. You can get your tickets and information about the festival, and I sure hope to see you there. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting station rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. Morning, you're heading to the airport? Yep, I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years. I enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. You get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up? I'll make around 200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Earn cash back every time you buy gas. Text STATION to 200-300 for an exclusive link to download the free Upside app and get an extra $0.25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. Cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just text STATION to 200-300 to download the free Upside app and get an extra $0.25 cents per gallon bonus. Text the word STATION to 200-300. Text STATION to 200-300. I want to make you a star, Joe. I want to make you a star. Welcome back to the Four Outdoorsmen. This is Strewman. Mr. Lukey is in Canada at Wiley's Resort someplace. I don't know how far it is north, but it's uh, he's going to catch some fish. I can guarantee that. 
But in the meantime, we got my nephew, Joe Strusinski, on the radio. Joe, are you there, pal? I'm here, Steve. How you doing? Drew? Every day's a gift. Every, you can call me Steve. No, you know, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's your radio name, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my, what, there's a nickname for that, not a pseudo name. With your, I don't know what the hell it is. But anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's my last name. That's, Steve is my real name. Most people know that. Hey, before we get on to the fish story, I got to do another couple of shout outs here. Uh, Saturday, which was yesterday, had a chance to go up to Swansville, Minnesota, and uh, meet with a gang from the Habit Outdoors Fishing Organization. It's a youth fishing organization started by uh, uh, Carter Loven and his buddy Jesse. And they had their first banquet here yesterday. So I had a chance to go up and talk a little bit, meet the guys and schmooze. And it was a lot of fun. And they're a great organization. The Habit Outdoors is going to kick some butt. It's going to keep on growing. I was excited to be part of it. And I want to thank you guys for inviting me up there to say a few words. All right, my nephew Joe was on the phone. I haven't talked to you in a long, long time. What's new with Joe Strasinski? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Things are great here in Rockland, California. Are you, you're, back, are you? you're back in town. You're back in town from your long trip, right? That's right. Yep. We headed up north. Uh, we, we like the Cascade Mountains, so we've uh, been going there for a while and uh, hit another, you know, they have all these volcanoes uh, and mountaintops along the uh, Cascade Range, and uh, we decided to go up to see Mountain Hood this year on our way to visit some friends up in uh, Washington. And it was kind of a last minute. We didn't have any place booked, and I just found a uh, some lodge by uh, Mount Hood. And once we booked that, I said, "Okay, well, we got to go to some fishing in." So just, hang on. So the Cascade Mountains. Which state are the Cascade Mountains in? They start in Northern California. They go through Oregon, uh, up through Washington, and into into BC as well, British Columbia. By coincidence, I believe my next guest, Laura Shera, early July, she just took a real big hiking trip and i think it was in the cascade mountains area so we're going to talk about that as well it just it just sounds beautiful oh it is beautiful i, I like it. it it's the sierras are great too but the cascades start where the uh, sierras end and it's just a lot less people i found uh as far as I, my, and that's a lot better in my opinion <laughs> you and i look again my wife and i we're getting older and we're not going to travel much and as much as we used to i don't we should travel more because we can still do it and we've talked about the western part of the United States forever. I've been to Vancouver and, and a lot of places like that, but I've never been to Oregon. And we were, you and I were talking about it a little bit. You says, yeah, and st- go to Oregon before you go to the state of Washington, and there's much more to see there, and it's much more beautiful. And you, you still concur with that? I think so, yeah. I think I could just stay in the state. Of, it would have been better to stay in the state of Oregon. We just went up to Washington to see some friends, which was great, some friends and my wife's family. But um, Oregon had been great for me because they had the mountains and the ocean right there, and uh, I just thought it was a lot better. Uh, do, you, do you have to, uh, this is an outdoor radio show, and you've been doing stuff outdoors and being on the mountains and walking around and hiking and stuff, I'm sure. Do you do you have to l- go there and have plans and have schedules and stuff, or can you go there and just wing it and still have a good time? I, I think you can wing it, but I like to make sure I have a guide. I don't want to do it on my own. Uh, so I like to make sure I have a local guy that I, I book at advance. Yeah. But you c- certainly can fish on your own, yeah. uh, I think. I, and it's also the local rules, you know. I don't want to mess with uh, not knowing what the rules are in a place like Oregon. Yeah. They could be pretty strict, I think. I've uh, I've never, I no, I would never consider going out in the water without someone knows what the hell they're doing. They use all their gear and all that. And, and um, I'm going to do that down in Florida in... Late September, early October, Diane and I are going down there to visit some friends and golf a little bit and uh, go fish for some red snapper or something and, and uh, get on a charter boat and just spend the day out there. I'm looking forward to that. Yep, that's, we're planning that in Feb, uh, 
uh, November, actually, for Thanksgiving. We go to Florida for about a week, meet her, my wife's family, and we'll, we'll probably have a day or fishing or two. That's really cool. Like, I like what you did when you went up to Washington toward the Cascades and by Hood, uh, Mount Hood, I, I think is what it's called, and you just didn't have any reservations, but you, you just kind of figured it out. You, you, I th- that's fun for me. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but uh, good for yeah. you, man. Let's exactly. talk. Let's talk about fishing now. You planned this trip. Did you plan on fishing the entire time, or did you just find a guide and talk to people when you got there? I just. I we were doing the trip, and then I decided. I just looked online to see if I could find some fishing close by, if I was able to connect with some. And it took a few to connect with some that would work for the schedule would work the day I wanted to fish. Yeah. Um, and it was like it, it just so happened we were thirty minutes away from the Columbia River, and that was where the the guy that I connected with wanted to fish or where he fishes and so it was really like a few days before we end up going that so I was, you can who was the guide you were using what company do you remember uh, i don't remember his name's drew from north carolina okay <laughs> in oregon so i have yeah, to look up yeah, I, I just have to look up drew from north carolina hood river <laughs> oregon and then we'll be fine yep, there, yeah fishing. you'll come up <laughs> so that was your plan your target was sturgeon fishing or did you even know that there was sturgeon in i didn't the area? even know there was sturgeon i i had no idea i just said hey i'm with two teenage boys we don't we want to fish often but i want to go out and catch some fish that's what we do on vacation we yeah. want to catch some fish right that was it and you told and him about said, okay, you, you told him about uh, all the all you told him about all the exciting times you had in Ely, Minnesota with Superstrew, right? That's right. That's <laughs> right. I said, I, I, I'm fishing in Ely, Minnesota, and off the coast of Ireland. <laughs> I'll yeah. add it to my list. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's Columbia funny. River. That's funny. Okay, so anyway, so, so go ahead, keep on talking. I, I, so the goal was I, ideally I'd like to catch my dinner, right? That was the goal. And yeah. he said, okay, that's steelhead then. That's what we're going to go for. And I said, great, let's go for steelhead. I said, but I want to make sure I catch some fish. And he says, guaranteed we'll catch some sturgeon at least. And I said, okay, that sounds great. So we went out, and it started really early. Uh, he, we had 5.31 to start. I said, no problem, we're game. Yeah. It's just a little windy and choppy. And I said, I'm not worried about it. Me and my boys are going to be pumped. Yeah. And they were. I was so excited. Woke up at 4.30. Both boys were up at 4.30, ready to go. I That's cool. Anybody up. That's cool. So that was they were all pumped. We got there, and it was it wasn't bad. It was just trying to make us the waters. There was nobody out there. It was a little choppy. But it wasn't bad at all, and it wasn't cold uh, by certainly by Minnesota standards. It was yeah. fine. Um, but we got there, and we got to see. It was gorgeous on the water, actually, because you got Mount Hood in the background. As you're sitting on the water, you're looking at the Columbia Gorge. You look up, and there's Mount Hood. The sun's coming up, and I was like, "This is it. You bet. This is great. You bet. Yeah, you know, the fishing is a bonus." And uh, yes, it's he a di- took us to a place, where I guess, where the, you know, they have the Cascade Mountains, right? They, the, the snow melt flowing in off these tributaries in the Columbia, and that was his hot spot. I'm not allowed to tell you which river. I had asked him, and he said, don't tell him. <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's what it was. There was some condition, whatever, so the temperature changed. He said, oh, yeah, this really gets the fish going at this location. So he took us to spot, and, you know, we got a little bit of action, and we did catch a steelhead, but we couldn't. It was nice size fish, and it fought. Uh, my son caught it, but it wasn't. They they won't let you keep the wild steelhead. They have yeah. to be only from the fishery. What is so, what, what is a, what is a good size for a steelhead out there? Uh, I, I I don't know. I think that was about a four foot fish. It was oh really? The family holy fish. Yeah, I guess it would. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> it it would have been enough. So yeah. we didn't add. We did catch. He did also got. Uh, we weren't going for it, but we did catch a sturgeon, a uh, smaller one. But it was still it was a lot of fun to catch. Another son, Liam caught. He got about a five foot fish. We got in the boat. And, right next to him almost as tall as him cool so that was a lot of fun 
And then my other son, he hooked the steelhead, and he got him up to the boat. And then, the I mean, they fight. And oh, they yeah. fight pretty good. Yanked him pretty hard, and he fell. And, so, and, the, and I could see the fish, and the boat the fish got off. How funny. You know? That's funny. So that was it. And then it was getting towards the end of the day, and I hadn't got any. I, I get that bad luck. But then he put me on the rod what was for the, the, the surgeon, and uh, it hit. And, it man, it took the line, and it ran. There's nothing you do when it hits. It yeah. just goes, and he's taking line and taking line. And then he'd get a, he'd the, the guy to get us and chase the fish, right, as uh, he's pulling out line. And then it would stop. And he'd say, okay, crank in now, crank in now. And I'd crank and crank and crank. And then he'd start pulling again. And then we'd chase him again. And uh, and this went on for a while. <laughs> and then we'd get closer, and it'd be pulling up, you know, yanking up. And then it, as it goes down the water, cranking in and keep doing that for a while. And it must have been 10, 15 minutes, and my arm started burning. I bet. Like I was really <laughs> burning out on my forearm. Yeah. And my left one specifically. So I said, okay, here you go. I handed it off to my son, Liam, and he did it for about 10 minutes. And it, it was the same thing. He had, an, 10 minutes later, he ended up passing back to me. And, we, you know, we were in a chair, and we were propping up on the, uh, with our feet on the boat. He didn't have a strapped in, but I did have one of those belts with, a, like, a, a, a place to put your pole in. Right, right. To give you leverage and when you're pulling back. So you weren't in the seat belt, but you did have the, the, the rod holder on your, on your belt, on your stomach. That's right. right. We yeah. had the rod holder. You know, I did. Liam didn't. He had to just wing it. <laughs> Holy buckets. And I know he's not 220 pounds either. That must have no, been a... No, ch- he's, he's getting bigger, though. He's, he? he's probably a stout 170. I'm 220. Should be 200, but he, yeah, <laughs> he's almost 170. So he, he's getting up there. So he, he can handle The younger one couldn't. He's still a small kid. He would, it would have pulled him right in the water. Oh, yeah. Sure. What, what were you guys using for bait? Uh, it was, uh, I think it was shad. It was like a small little fish. It was a big-sized fish, you know, maybe... Less than a foot, but it was a big tight fish. Do you know how deep you were fishing? What's that? Do you know how deep you were fishing? Oh, we were uh, not that deep. We were in about 15 feet of water. And one they, five? One feet, five feet? On the bottom. Wow. 15 feet. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. So we were going, because there was a shelf that went from five feet and then it dropped out to 10 feet where the cold went. So it wasn't deep water at all. Cool. And, uh, yeah, they, that was, it was amazing. And then it took us a while. You could see him, and as we were halfway pulling him in, he did their jumpers, too. Oh. Just like in the movies with Marlin, the guy broke the water and, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it made a big splash. So that thing is so, almost 600 pounds, you said, and that thing broke the water? I didn't know they would do that. They do. They're jumpers, apparently. I didn't know that either, but the, the, the surgeon are known for jumping and breaking the water. Even to, When he came up, it looked like a like a pig almost, like a pig head. Oh, God. So, so why? And I was like, oh, my God. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I would love to see in your kids' va- faces, if you've ever had a, a video of all of this or anything like that, I would love to see their expressions, because this is a once-in-a-lifetime deal, you know, and, and um, that's got to oh, be unbelievable. I, so, what were your thoughts when you first saw the fish? Oh, I couldn't believe it was that. I mean, he said they got big, and I knew surgeon got big, but in my experience, it was like about 100 pounds. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It was a big fish, right? And that is a big fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Yeah. And I saw him. This was like a monster, like Loch Ness or something. I was like, this is unreal. And I didn't know if we were going to get him in. I was like, how can he get – he was just so powerful, Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it was – it took us about 45 minutes all in, we think. You know, again, you're not – no one's sitting there with a timer. We're just in the moment. Uh, but that's what we thought at the end, as the guide said. Did your guide, but, uh, did your guide ever take the rod and reel from you? He did not take the rod and reel from Good for you guys. Good it was for just you. us, too. 
Me and Liam. Yeah, he uh, he was he was a good guy. And I don't you know that, I don't like when guys kind of take too much from me. You got to let us. <laughs> Listen, I paid for this. Yeah, I paid for this. Yeah. Um, now, can you bring that in the boat or not? No, no, you're not allowed to bring him the boat. Uh, they, they, we couldn't have if we wanted to anyway. He's just up on the side of the boat. You right. Know? You'd have to tow him in, and you know he says if it's that big, and they usually shoot him, and then they get two guys with the gas and bring him in the boat, or they tow him. But he says you're not allowed. They're only allowed to take him a certain time of the year. I think two months, like in January, February, and there's only certain sizes they let you keep. And that one have been way too big. I mean, they. He said. I mean, those those fish are over 100 years old. That fish is probably 150 years old. He said. Wow. It, it, they call them the dinosaur fish because they've been around since the dinosaurs, and they kind of look like they're prehistoric. How know? did he now? How did he get the hook out of the fish's mouth, or do they just cut the line? Because he's you're not well, bringing it out. They don't have any teeth in their mouth. Actually, they're very smooth mouth. Okay. So he just went in there, took it out. You know, he had a, he had they have a strong like cartilage on the back. They kind of look like a shark. Yeah. In fact, earlier on, my son said I saw, I saw a shark, and it was a surgeon that it. It come up near the boat earlier. Well, that and, picture uh, you sent me, Stru, that's what I thought it was, a shark. I was yeah. like, is that guy pulling out a yeah. shark? <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, um, I know someplace, one of our, we had a client on, a, a customer on, I don't know, a couple of months back, and she caught like a 500-pound group or some dumb thing, and it was a state or national record. In order to make it a record, they, ha- they can't bring those in the boat either, but they have to bring it up high, and then they have to be able to touch the fish or the leader, I think. If they do that, that means they caught it. You know, and then they release it, and then she's got a national record. So it might be the same thing with Big Sturgeon out there, but that is a monster. What a thrill yeah. for you guys. What a thrill. So now if you go back up there again, would you try it again? Would you go fishing again for Sturgeon? Yeah, yeah, I would. I would definitely go for Sturgeon again. I had a great – I thought it was beautiful out there, and uh, that was a lot of fun. I would definitely go back. And like you I said, like, uh, like you said, you know, even if you didn't catch fish, you're sitting out there in the boat – on a beautiful day, looking at the mountains, how bad is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I was—I really wasn't expecting that. I really know what I was going into, so I was just blown away by the scenery. Yeah. You know, and everybody on the Columbia and the Gorge and everything. Yeah. Uh, it, it, towards the end, now in the morning, we were ourselves. I didn't know this. It's kind of like a wind tunnel there. It's like they set a straw out of the, the ocean there. Yeah. And so it also is, and that post is like the wind, a parasailing and wind sailing capital of the world. Oh, fun! So by the time we were running up, there were people kites flying all over that place. Uh, trying to get out at what the a, end of the day. So what a great experience! It's busy water at the end of the day. Hey, my but brother, morning, my, cold, your uncle, out. your uncle, Uncle Rob is in Ireland, Ireland, Ireland right now. So when I told him you're going to be on this show, he goes, "Well, how come I can't be on the show? We caught a fish, you know how it goes, all those kind of things." Anyway, so listen, Joe, I got to let you go. See hi to the family if you would. We have Laura Shera from Ron Shera Productions coming on next as well. Thanks for sharing that story. I'm excited for you guys. If you have any more photographs or videos, boy, send them to me if you would. I'd, I'd, I'd love to see them. All right, buddy? All right. I will do, Steve. All right, take, take care. Yeah, take care of your family. I'll tell you, we'll be right back with Laura Shera. been running around uncovered long enough. What? 
We need your help designing this year's Minnesota Country Salute CD cover. Get the dimensions you'll need at MyBobCountry.com right now. Then submit your cover art before July 31st. Say, that sounds like fun. The winner of the CD cover contest will get their name in every copy of the album. Plus $250. A bunch of Bob gear from Promotional Resources, Inc. And tickets to see Blackhawk at the Medina Entertainment Center this fall. Get the full details at MyBobCountry.com. You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devil's covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten a possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit DevilsLakeND.com, and thanks. If you love the outdoors and haven't stepped into Capra's on Highway 65 in Blaine, here's what you can expect. It has a huge gun shop loaded with specialty ammo and one of the best gunsmiths in the state. It has a complete archery shop with a 20-yard range on site. It has all the fishing tackle, rods, and electronics you could possibly need. To top it off, the employees are experts with decades of experience. Go check it out and say hi to Sam, Capra's Outdoors. It's a privilege to be able to brag about Arrowhead Outdoors of Ely every week. It's the oldest bait store in Ely. Arrowhead is Ely's largest provider of live bait with a huge selection of tackle, camping, and hunting supplies. And there's a very good chance you're going to walk out of that store knowing you've met two new, very helpful friends. You're pulling a trailer? Arrowhead Outdoors offers every customer off-street parking, and that's rare in Ely, Minnesota. Hey, tell Chris and Steve you were sent by the four outdoorsmen. Go catch a few fish, ArrowheadOutdoorsElimn.com. Hey, Balsam Beach Resort is just five miles south of Bemidji. Not just to fish, but completely enjoy a memorable family experience. Sure, multi-species fishing on beautiful Lake Plantagenet is superb. But with the heated pool, all the lakeshore water toys, basketball court, bonfires at night, Balsam Beach Resort is a must. Patty and Clint, they work their butts off to make sure that the cabins and grounds are spotless and your guests are going to make memories and they're going to last a lifetime. Trust Strewman on this one. Check out BalsamBeachResort.com. Lancaster Summer Extravaganza, presented by Burkhan Outdoors, is celebrating its seventh annual event, September 14th through the 16th, on the Winstock Grounds near Winstead, Minnesota. Hook up the ice house and join us for a weekend packed with vendors, seminars, a live trout pond, music, barbecue, and more. Check out new model ice castles from Smoky Hills Outdoor Store. Live music by Slamabama and Cindy Joe Music. Sponsored by AZZ Galvanizing, Cats Covers, and Security. Security Bank and Trust. Tickets and information at LancastleSummerFest.com. Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with the combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com. Power Lodge is the number one source for ATVs in the upper Midwest. With the top three brands, including Polaris, CF Moto, and Can-Am, you're able to test drive them all in a head-to-head comparison to find the perfect ATV for hunting, ice fishing, plowing, and having the best time possible on four wheels. Power Lodge also offers all the best gear to fully customize your off-road vehicle, including plows, windshields, heated hand grips, gun scabbards, and more. 
We are back. We have to get right to it because this young lady's probably been more patient than I would have been. Laura, thanks. Are you there, young lady? Hello. How are you? Every day's a gift. We're doing well. How are you? Laura Shera, of course, Minnesota-bound fame and uh, Game Fair fame. I'm looking at the Game Fair article right now in, in Outdoor News, and it says, your, your description of your job is you're an outdoor sports and television host. Everybody knows that. Boy, I tell you, good, good to have you on the show. Well, thanks for having me. It's been a while, so it's good to, to catch up with you. Yeah, all. it's been about a, about a, I suppose it's about a, a year anyway, something like that. And Mark Lukey's going to be jealous now because he's in Canada, although I'm I'm jealous. He's in Canada with your old man. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I, they are up there. They're fishing away, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, they just uh, just landed about a couple of hours ago at Wiley's Resort someplace in Canada. I don't know where it is, but I've seen photographs, and Mark said... <laughs> Well, he's been to the Canada a lot of times, but this is a nice place. So uh, I'm excited for him, and I'm excited for your dad as well. So good for those guys. What's new with Laura Shera? Now, you're down in Texas. You're t- taking a break down in Texas. What's new with you? I, <laughs> yeah, I know. You'd probably think I'm a little crazy to be in Austin, Texas right now <laughs> yeah. in 100-degree heat. But yeah. uh, Dan and I, my boyfriend, we just bought a house down here. So we're going to be spending a little bit more time here in the winter. And, of course, uh, back up Minnesota in the summers, and I'll be back there in just a few days. But we are um, just down here getting the house settled a little bit. Good so, for you. Uh, down- it is hot. It is hot. I'll tell you that. You know, as we were just talking about that as well, of course, it's, it's it was a nice day today, and yesterday was a gorgeous day as well. But they were talking about the heat in Arizona. My buddy is from Arizona right now, and he was here last week. And I said, boy, aren't you glad you're not in that 116-degree heat? And Al says, yeah, but it's dry heat. He says, yeah, but so is an electric chair, Al. I mean, my God, a heat, 115 is 115. I don't care what you're talking about. I'm excited for you, and I'm, and I'm envious of you. My wife and I um, jumped off the bridge here a little bit for next year, and we're spending a month in Arizona. We've never done that. I don't know if I can spend a, I don't know if I can spend a month anyplace, but I'm, I bought some Velcro tennis shoes, and I'm ready to go. Awesome. Good for go. you. You just need to play a little pickleball down there, and then you just fit right in with everybody. You know, and uh, I, I will. Uh, I got a pickleball racket right now, and I've tried it a couple of times, and I enjoy I enjoy competing, and I have to stay active. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So we're blessed. You and I are both blessed to be able to do so. Why did you guys choose Austin, Texas, as compared to all the other most popular places that people like to go? Well, Dan's new job, um, he works for Roku, and uh, they are headquartered here in Austin. So, And I, I, to be honest with you, I'm a Texas girl at heart. I grew up barrel racing. I love the country scene, and um, I have family in Dallas not too far away. So uh, we kind of fit right in here in Austin. There's all sorts of places where you can go shoot sporting clays or trap and um, it's a really, a really cool city. We are enjoying it. Good for you. Good for you. You know, I follow you on Facebook and all these other places, and you're all over the world. You, you are, you just never, you just never sit down. And it's exciting to see all the stuff you've done. <laughs> all honestly, God, you like, like one of those bouncing bobbleheads in the back window of a '57 Chevrolet. Man, you just keep on, <laughs> you just keep going and you know going what? and going. I have I have a rule. I have to get like fifteen thousand steps a day, so I might as well get them in, out at Olympic National Park or wherever else I'm going. So I do like to bounce around. I have a hard time sitting still. Well, me too. But you know, I'll tell you what you're talking about. I was looking at again your Facebook page, and I think you were in Olympic National Park early July. I just see that right now. It was in my notes. But I just spoke with my nephew, 
and he and his family were hiking in the Cascades, and and uh, I was thinking maybe that's where Laura was. But have you ever been to the Cascades? I have. We hiked that as well. It's a beautiful state park. I highly recommend it. Washington in the summer from July 5th. They always say July 4th is 50-50 on rain, but July 5th through all the way through probably middle of September, end of September is gorgeous. And it's a full outdoor playground. I highly recommend it visiting there. He was saying, you might have heard part of the show before the commercial. Again, thanks for for your patience. But my nephew, we just had him on the air. He's in some small town in, in uh, California. They took his family on a road trip up to Washington, and they just went sturgeon fishing. They found some guide and took him out there in the Columbia River somewhere. And he said, even if we didn't catch a fish, we're out there looking at those mountains. He said, this is gorgeous. You know, this is gorgeous. So uh, they caught a 600-pound sturgeon. That's a big fish. Nice. That's that a is big, a big fish. Yeah, I did that fish. last summer. That was, that's a wild, a wild fishing adventure, that's for sure. And they're all catch and release and... There's a great conservation program that goes along with those sturgeons, so it's uh, really a great program. Yeah, he said his guide was pretty cool because he, even though his arms were killing him and his son was getting tired as well, the guide says, "No, I'm not taking that rod. You, you guys bring it in. It's up to you, pal." So yep. What, a, what a cool, cool deal. Speaking of trips like that, if you get, what are your, what's your next big adventure? Oh, my goodness. Well, August is pretty busy in Minnesota. We have um, Game Fair and then, of course, the Minnesota State Fair. So my big adventures are all based Minnesota-based. I'm going bass fishing with my dad uh, next week on Lake Minnetonka. So that's adventure always. But then we have Game Fair and the State Fair. Good for you. And let's talk about Game Fair. I'll see you there probably, and I'll see you stop and visit you at the, um, what's your little place called there on the north end of the State Fairgrounds? You have a little name for that, your Oh, the Minnesota Bound Log Cabin. There you go, the log cabin. That's what it is. Yeah, not too far yes. from, and not too far from that very almost next door to that place. It sells a billion beers. What's that place called? Right next to you. Uh, that's Giggles. <laughs> there you go. Grill. Boy, they they make some money in that place. Boy, I tell you, they're doing something yes. right. Well, if Laura's yes, around, they do. On and a- my dad will occasionally go over there and do a little musical performance oh, for everybody I- enjoying a beverage. So you you you'll be lucky if you catch that. I, he doesn't have a, a schedule yet, but maybe he'll get lucky enough to get one. Hey, Laura, if Ron's doing musical shows, he's got to stop by Bobtown on Judson Avenue, right across from the Coliseum. We would love to have that happen. <laughs> Gotta, oh, super fun. And I got to say thanks to Ron for uh, showing up for our longest day broadcast. Help us raise money for the Alzheimer's uh, Association. It was great seeing him here in the studio. So great guy. Uh, shout out to Ron Shera. Oh, awesome. We've, we've, he's, he's had a lot of those shout outs. Let's talk about Game Fair. You're going to be there August every day, I suppose, 11, 12, 13th, and 18, 19, 20. Um, yes. Are you ex- that's it's got to be exciting because it's every year people get excited for it and there's so much going on. What are you expecting? What are you most excited about as far as game fair? Oh my goodness, game! You know, I grew up at game fair. Uh, we will be celebrating the 41st year of game fair this year, and it just keeps getting better and better every year. Um, you know, it's it's an outdoor festival that celebrates everything outdoors from hunting, fishing. They've got uh, seminars going on from experts from all over the country. If you want to learn how to elk hunt, duck calling, turkey calling, um, you name it. There's uh, dog training seminars galore. And also everybody's invited to bring their dog, which makes it really unique. Because yeah. uh, there's not many festivals where everybody's dog is welcome. And there's all sorts of doggy games. 
including the long jump off the dock, retrieving games, pointer games. They're very affordable to enter. I think it's like a dollar, two dollars enter. And the new one this year for dogs is the lure course. So if you have any sight hounds or dogs that just love to chase a toy, I think they put some sort of plastic or, you know, cloth lure and the dogs get to chase it. And I think it's a speed event, but that's new. I haven't seen it done yet, but looking forward to that. And you'll find my dad and I at the Information Center where we are there to chat with people and give announcements, and um, and we're looking forward to another great year. You know, there's thousands of people that attend this event, and it's over 60 acres, and of course there's a long list of vendors that are there, um, you know, either from guiding outfitters to dog trainers that you can talk to, to all sorts of goods and things you can buy, so it's a, it's a wonderful event. I try to get out there every year as well, and I'm just, I'm not as the biggest, I do a radio show called The Four Outdoorsman, and I just, I I only go when people take me. <laughs> I'm one of those guys, but but I really enjoy everything that's out there. One of the things I want to do that I haven't done, and I've been out there for 10, 12 years, I want to see Nora Ross do one shoot sometime. I, she puts a couple of, does a couple of exhibitions about her trap shooting, I mean, there's a lot of different people I want to check out, but she's one of the ladies that I'd like to see. Yes, Nora Ross is excellent. Um, Nora and I are partnering together this year and doing a women's little shooting clinic. So we're inviting women to come try some sporting clays or trap shooting. And then, of course, we have Travis Mears, who uh, visits us all the way from, of course, Texas with his uh, shotgun trick shooting. And if you haven't seen that, that's pretty incredible. Um, his skill with a shotgun is you almost won't believe it that these these things he can hit um, from upside down and sideways and you name it. But that's that's definitely a crowd pleaser, that one. Also, I'm reading, again, looking at the outdoor news and the GameFear.com, of course, and it says it's a celebration of the life of Lorelai Delaney. And, that, and I forgot all about that. I know she passed away about, must be two years ago by now, something like that? Yes, sadly. Yeah. Um, Chuck Delaney and Lorelai Delaney started GameFair, and yeah. um, and we're, we're, it is, Game Fair is an honor of Lorelai, of course. Um, she is an incredible woman, a legend in her own right. And um, we're thankful that Chuck is continuing in her honor. And he will be there, too, of course. Um, and, yeah, he's, uh, he's usually at the Information Center. He loves chatting with anybody who comes out to visit Game Fair. So you know, my wife and I have been married 40 years. And, and uh, I look at... Chuck and, and uh, Lorelai, they were married like 60 or 62 or something. I'm thinking, my Lord. And I read their whole background and all that, and they were just like little kids their entire life. It's just what a what a great relationship, what a great family you must have had. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Well, let's talk about something else. What's new about, you know, you, you've um, you've done your hiking. You've got stuff going on. You've got game fair. You've got the Minnesota State Fair. Well, I'm going to be up there with you. One of these days as well, but let's talk about you. You got something you're you're going to be promoting at Game Fair. Something new in your life. Let's talk about that. Yes. Well, I started a new business. Um, I'm actually launching a health and wellness product called um, Wildly Living. It's called the Daily Wild. It's a fruits and greens powder. And the reason I decided to um, bring this to the public, I for I've been taking the product for over 10 years, but it's always been available through doctors or practitioners and it's a uh, fruits and veggies powder. And it's one of those powders that has extremely high antioxidants. It's like 20 servings of fruits and vegetables per scoop. It's basically the antioxidant powder of that. 
Um, but it tastes good. There's chocolate flavor, berry flavor, what have you. And it doesn't, you know, sometimes you take these greens powders that taste like you're, you know, eating dirt or grass or earth or things like that. <laughs> Even though it's so good for you, you kind of have to plug your nose and drink it. This yeah. one is not that. I think kids will love it, um, all sorts of flavors. And I decided to um, bring it to the public uh, via private label because I would take this with me on hunting trips or fishing trips. So you go to small towns and it's really hard to maybe... Um, might be a lot of fast food choices, but not a lot of nutritional choices yeah. available. So that yeah. would really keep my nutrition and, and um, immune system going while I was traveling. And I just take it every day. I put it in smoothies. So um, I'm excited. It's been two years in the making to do this. So I it will be for sale at Game Fair officially. I will be launching a website called wildlyliving.com where you'll be able to purchase it there. That's almost done. And we'll also be selling it at the state fair. So I'm really excited about it. Just It's such a – it feels good to, you know um, – bring a product to market that is doing something good for people's health. So, um, and I love it. I, I use it every single day. Um, my dad has used it. Dan uses it and it just gets great feedback. So I'm excited for people to try it. The web- website is going to be called wildly living, right? Is that what it is? Wildlyliving.com. Okay. That's correct. And then we'll bring in like new flavors and we're just going to keep expanding the product line, but that's what we're going to start with is it's rewild yourself with good health. I know you've been involved in other products and, and manufacturing and business as well, jewelry and whatnot, but you've never done anything like this. Who helped you get this thing going? You've done, you designed the product and, and it's your idea and all that, but someone's got to help you do this. Yes, it's a, a company called Nutridyne. They're a Minnesota-based nutritional company. They've been in business um, for many, many years. And they uh, right now they, they service a lot of doctors and practitioners with supplements and um, the husband and wife that started that company, uh, he reminds me of like the Jack LaLanne of Minnesota. Like he just doesn't age because they've been in nutrition and health for so many years. And, um, and it's just a really high quality product. I mean, compared to what else is on the shelves and stores to buy, this one kind of blows those out of the water. And, um, and really what started it, I was on Twin Cities Live and they were asking me about my, I saw my that by the way, regimen. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. And I just said, you know, beauty starts from the inside out. I talked about my sleep, and then I talked about my fruits and greens powder I take, and I gave the audience a, a code to, um, if they wanted to try it, and it, the code kind of went crazy, and the CEO of the company called me, and he's like, we need to do some business together. So there you go. that's genuinely how it started. That's funny. I'm excited for it. As a matter of fact, I'll be out there at uh, Game Fair, and I'll pick some up myself, and um, right now, I weigh 139 pounds, and, and I look like Pee Wee Herman. And in, 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 uh, you know, I'll use yeah. your stuff, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back in shape and look as good as you do. But Laura, I'll uh, tell you, so yeah, eat, eat those fruits and veggies. That's for sure. I, uh, you take care of yourself, Laura. Sure, we're gonna wrap this thing up. Game Fair, everybody, get your butts out there and see Laura. Uh, see everything else that happens at Game Fair, but stop by her booth as well for sure, and say hi to the old man and and. Uh, uh, we're excited about it happening there, and we'll see you at the State Fair as well. But good for you, and congratulations on Texas and everything, and just keep on moving. All right, take care of yourself, and thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsman. And uh, we'll, we'll, t- we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. You better get back safely, all right? Sharp lady. Thanks to Laura. Thanks to my nephew, Joe Strasinski. The, hell, he's got the he's got the biggest fish in our family this time. And I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's been Always a lot of fun doing this kind of stuff for you guys. In the meantime, do you want me to say it? Yeah, go ahead. My buddy, I was going to say my buddy Mark Lewis got something to say, but <laughs> my buddy Brandon Backstrom's got something to say. Get outside and make some memories. a boy.